Hello and welcome to this pilot episode of yet another podcast that we have decided to call Well of course and uh, as you know Well of course is made uh, legendary by legendary MS Dhoni With me uh, is Satyavrata who when he is not practicing his uh, shadow cricket is watching the leap trophy and irani trophy and devdhar trophy and ranji trophy of course and uh, taking a look at the careers of the young ones and joining us is sabesachi ghosh also known as neel ghosh also known as dada who loves english conditions not only in cricket but in his daily life as well as in he loves to hate sunlight <laughs> and i'm your host abhishek and uh, one uh, ironical thing about this podcast uh, and me having in this is that i was once rejected by an uh, uh, a company called e energizer which was a bpo company and i was rejected for this voice process so my voice is that bad and uh, you guys have to sit through this <laughs> but anyways so we have decided to start this on the auspicious day of uh, uh, this fourth test match between india and australia this uh, 2018-19 series and uh, this is the last test match that india is going to play for a very very long time yeah so guys uh, so uh, before we just start i will give a very brief, brief summary about the days happenings india are cruising on 303 for four with the pujara having scored yet another century uh, rahane kohli rahul and uh, who else is out yeah i think this uh, mayank agarwal mayank agarwal is yeah. out mayank so uh, satya how do you sum up uh, today's day yeah it was a great day i would say uh, india i think is quite uh, india has done quite well and if they continue to take this run to 450 i think more or less they will be in the driver seat india can't lose the match from there and uh, seeing how australia have played so far in the series uh, it would be quite challenging really i mean after that it would be just india's game to lose otherwise uh, i think if india scores 450 70% possibility that india is going to take this match uh, but the only uh, thing what i'm uh what would be interesting in from my point of view is generally they say the sydney is a spinning wicket but if you see last 15 years of record 300 wickets have gone and 230 to 220 220 230 wickets have been actually taken by first bowlers and nathan lyon's career average is 31 but in sydney it is 45 so so that is quite ironical uh, for sydney being a spinners friendly pitch so india have made an interesting selection now kuldeep is there and uh, ashwin uh, ashwin is not there right jadeja is there That so is. Uh, so yeah but uh, but still my gut feeling is saying is that uh, kuldeep will be the key uh, he being a wrist spinner and uh, on australia having so many left handed batsmen so i think uh, uh kuldeep when he turns the ball away from the left handers i think he will be the key i mean that's what i am fearing but batting wise uh, uh rahul <laughs> i don't know what to say i mean today <laughs> i was lis- listening to harbhajan singh he was saying that he gets out uh, even in the dressing room itself 
uh, did not even come to the wicket so that was really funny and uh, he played three scoring shots and uh, two were outside edge one was inside edge and the ball he got out that was again outside edge so he lasted for six deliveries and but the spell of mitchell stark to agarwal uh, in the first session that was that was really brutal and he got hit two or three times but the way uh, agarwal handled uh, it was really nice and he hit two sixes but then i guess he got carried away uh, and, but another great positive i would say apart from uh, um, agarwal and obvious pujara century i think uh, vihar is 30 39 right so i think yeah. that is that is something actually for the future because india really was lacking a proper number 6 or 7 batsman who is solid uh, who plays straight in the v and uh, so india was not having that sort of player i think for a long time so i think vr is a very good addition that this 39 is i would say is very interesting and if he goes on to make a big score and so that would be really good for us in future yeah yeah it's great so, man yeah abhishek yeah so, i was just uh, trying to bring you in on this one so uh, rahul is having a tough time out here and uh, today also uh, satya just mentioned two of the, the scoring shots were edges only so what do you see i mean india is not going to play another test match for 9 months what do you see for the opening slot now i know it's very strange that they dropped pujara in england in the first test saying that he didn't perform well in domestic then he came back and now he has a permanent i can say permanent position because three centuries in australia is very rare and yeah. no one has done it yet probably right and uh, for opening slot they juggled between this trio of uh, vijay dhawan and ket lokesh rahul in england and now obviously dhawan is out of scene vijay is dropped so it's a strange thing and i think they did a wonderful decision of dropping vihari back to a middle order position and i agree with you yeah what australia should have done with aaron finch i think he's very uh very he's a very good player and he did a lot of scoring in uh, dubai or abu dhabi wherever it was against pakistan and that encouraged australia to bring him up in the order actually he scored a lot of runs as an opener so they made make him made him an opener here in australia tour but he's not he's not he he's probably good at middle order and he can be a valuable batsman and given the batting lineup french is definitely is one of the best player australia have right now and uh, you guys uh, told a lot of like you summed up really well about the statistics and what they have done it but i am getting very nostalgic here i've been following down under since 2001 series the first time uh, india went to australia after i started watching cricket and 5:30 in the morning i used to have enthusiasm to wake up set an alarm and watch uh, agarkar out for zero every day or every day <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i saw it five minutes of time i wake up and i could not beat agarkar he would leave the field before i wake up what went on the team you know those uh, crt tvs which takes time to get turned on about 30 seconds but uh, but look at now where we are india is 2 on up and how many teams has lost a match after 300 for 2 in the first day uh 204 304 in the first day so india has really 
uh, being in a good position today and it even if it's draw india wins the series which is which has been never done in australia by india so uh, i'm really happy that uh, we have come a long way since uh, five ducks and two pairs by agarkar in a series <laughs> but is yeah. it this the least expected of this team i mean from past uh, one year or so we have been listening to the phrase that this is the best indian team touring anywhere so when they were going to south africa we had that they were the best touring team to england again they were supposed to be the best and now to australia they were the best and this australian team is definitely not the best i mean everybody yeah. even australians accept that yeah. so isn't at least i mean if we if this test is drawn and we win 2-1 isn't this the least expected from this team uh yeah true abhishek uh, what you were what you were saying is absolutely right but still uh, still they are playing at their home so i mean uh, any team even if you will take out uh, kohli and india is playing at home still india will be quite strong so that home advantage thing i mean if australia is too in india and uh, this is the scenario that definitely we can say about that but still playing in australia and it's just not the team right when you go to australia lot of things a uh, uh, lot of di- different things come together they are media they are crowd and uh, uh, the uh, f- uh, fast and pacey wickets so i mean i'm coping with all these five things and uh, for a period of four test matches uh, still this win would be actually rated quite high in my opinion so and australia is definitely not a easy place to tour and uh, and if you see this australian side i mean of course the media is saying it's a very bad side and all but i still son mars is there still khwaja is there and they were all there when warner and smith were playing yes i mean warner and smith are probably two of the best batsmen in the test arena and they are not there so that has definitely affected it but that is also i mean if you just take these two players out rest all the players are there pay pain was wicket keeping when that uh, ball tampering saga happened so just just these two guys are no, not there and their bowling attack is as good as the indian bowling attack or i mean or like i mean it is it is very good bowling attack so they have got a very good spinner their fast bowlers are uh, really good so i i think we have to give some credit to indian team here also i mean yeah so this we would Uh, be something precious and it would be remembered for a long time yeah i agree with this uh, i agree with the fact that they they have a very good bowling attack but the two batsmen which are missing and any one of them scores australia suddenly has a 400 plus run and if suddenly yeah. if they score 150 and that's what happened in the last series that and if you see after they have been dropped australia is playing really bad i mean i yeah. know i'm not taking any credit from the indians i'm really surprised that they bounce back from the england tour because uh, except that test one test the one the performance was not really up to the mark for a number one test team touring yeah. but good that they got a chance to prove here they have been clinical about the batting and uh, bowling there have been changes in the bowling lineup ashwin goes out umesh yadav goes out but overall bumrah has taken over and made uh, fill up that uh, gap but uh, i i agree with australian bowling and fielding probably remains the same but the, those two batsmen really hurt and yeah. if you say in the past we have seen in every tours some main batsman 
gets missed because of injury. We missed Prithvisha, who could have very well filled Rahul's gap. Yeah. Rahul is only playing because he's not fit. And yeah. Uh, yeah. because he's yeah, we you don't see someone who's dropped in the series and coming back in this third test. He's yeah. dropped because he's not fit for the series. And yeah. it's a really bad impression that is created by the selector, uh, that is created um, on the selectors. So, yeah, it, it was a good chance to win. I, I would say when even the World Cup 2011, uh, it's the best place, best venue, best team that India has. And it was probably one of the rare chances India wins the World Cup. But I cannot really take any credit out of it because they won the World Cup. Nobody would remember who was the opposition, whatever the venue was. They have plus one in the World Cup count. That's right. A win is always a win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, today, uh, one uh, tweet I read was uh, targeted towards Ajinkya Rahane. And uh, it said that uh, while uh, Rahane is uh, flying under the radar, uh, Rahul's and Vijay's are being roasted. And uh, I really thought uh, how badly Rahane is doing. Mm -hmm. So in this uh, series, his scores have been 13 and 70 in first test at Adelaide. Mm -hmm. 51 and 30 at Perth, 34 and 1 at Melbourne, and 18 in this match first innings. Okay. So first first test, what was the second inning score? It was 17 or 70? 70, 70, 70, 70. Okay. So, uh, I mean, uh, how do you guys uh, see this score? Because on one hand, I see that uh, he has got two half centuries in like what, seven innings yet? and uh, two scores of 30s and on the other hand i see that this these numbers are probably not doing justice to a name like rahane what do you guys think uh, yeah so i i mean see i partly agree to that tweet but not as harshly as so the if you we have to just stretch that number of innings right if you will take this number i mean tour back to england tour and then before england i think uh, the uh, the we toured south africa and then we also played at in india also against west indies and then Bangla bangladesh also oh, sorry afghanistan came for that one of test match so if you will see this thing of like 20 25 innings Rahane has not scored a century from last 15 to 20 test matches, I guess. He, I, I, I can't even remember when he scored his last century. Right. So, so and, and he was actually compared with VVS Luxman. Uh, what Luxman used to do is that when we were touring outside, he would come as number five batsman, he would score those rapid hundreds. Rapid, I mean, even if it is in the 60 or 70 strike rate, at least, I mean, when with that strike rate it actually takes the game away from the opposition and it puts a lot of pressure if you remember lord century you know, we, when india toured in 2013 or 14 uh, that was like one of the fantastic innings uh, we ever saw from rahane right so i think from last 15 to 20 matches or from one more than one year he has not scored a century and in fact he was dropped he played really bad uh, against Sri Lanka, that is why he was dropped in the first test against South Africa. Even though that decision was criticized, but if you will go by current form, they couldn't have dropped Rohit Sarma because Rohit Sarma played, uh, I mean, he was really in a good uh, form, even though it was in subcontinent, but they had to pick him. 
and considering india were playing five bowlers and if now you would see yes rahane is rahane has not scored a century but in all the test matches which india has won recently that one uh, in nottingham i guess, i think uh, the one we which we won and then again in adelaide and so even if he is not scoring centuries but his 60 and 70s have been important 60s and 70s so basically even in bangalore against when australia toured india they scored pujara and rahane had a 100 run partnership or 130 or 140 run partnership which won the match for us so that was also a 50 or 60 runs thing so he is playing important knocks but so his consistency has definitely not been there so he really has to work on his consistency but in whatever matches india is winning his contribution has been paramount so so in this situation will you drop him uh, i don't think you need you should drop him and but definitely he will be the player who will i mean he is the player who will definitely face a lot of pressure because at that particular point of time he was also playing limited over matches he was uh, a regular in one days uh, even though he was not playing in 11 but he would be part of the squad right now he is out of the one day and t20 so he is on playing only test matches and consistently playing definitely his place will be in question in uh, some matches so uh, so that is where, that is how i see rahane's performance Yes, Satya brought up a very important point. If if someone is not part of the all three format or at least two format, there is always a threat because he will be termed as specialist in a format. He will be touring in midway uh, to any overseas tour, and that's where Rahane's position is. And Rahane also reminds me the fact that he's playing. He's probably the last or last but one recognized batsman in the order, batting order, and it's very difficult for them. to judge on the terms of centuries you can probably judge in terms of runs but centuries is a better uh better measure for an opener or a first down who gets to yeah, play the whole and rahane has to play with the tail enders which who are not making runs if you know if india lost that test match in australia was well, only because tail ender contributed nothing and look at michel michel stark or pat cummins that was the difference and i would give a benefit of doubt in this tour but whatever satya said for his last few innings and last tours uh, probably he summed up very well at uh, i'm looking at the stats of rahane and his last 100 came in august 2017 against sri lanka since then there has been no century he had a nightmarish uh, series against sri lanka after that 100 and yeah. uh, in against england he had a nice half century 81 that was mm. actually uh, uh, quite unfortunate that he could not convert it to 100 because yeah. that was a very positive yeah. inning and since then yes. uh, that 81 against england 51 against england in southampton in second innings and then in uh, in this sole uh, test match against the he had played in both test matches against west indies uh, 41 and 80 and against two half centuries against australia so if you see i mean <clears throat> the consistency thing that uh, satya pointed out that is what is uh, troubling rahane here a bit oh. yes yeah definitely okay, uh, okay. um so uh, how do you guys uh, think about virat kohli's captaincy because uh, yesterday over lunch somebody was saying that if 
he is not captain then uh, now that he has tasted captaincy he will be a tough teammate for any other captain and uh, uh, in the first match no in this previous match first innings when uh, rohit sharma asked pumra uh, to bowl that slower one yeah again somebody was saying that uh, actually rohit sharma is a better captain than kohli Mm-hmm. How do you guys think about uh, Kohli's captaincy? Actually, in- you you asked my one of my favorite questions. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so when whenever I judge a captain, right, I see two parts. Of, there are two dimensions to it. So, and uh, I mean they are quite orthogonal. So you can say one is x-axis, one is y-axis. So one is actually uh, what cultural change. a captain brings into that is something very important and the second aspect is of course uh, what sort of quick decisions or strategical decisions someone makes in a particular match so if you will see the, the first dimension uh, the cultural change kohli has been absolutely phenomenal so b- before kohli dhoni was actually i i really never liked dhoni as a captain particularly in overseas tour he was too defense, defensive he would play with seven batsmen or six batsmen so he would not i mean he would play with three two four bowlers i mean but kohli was the first one he said i need five bowlers and uh, and then he said basically i remember clearly remember when uh, the 2014 australia tour and uh, when we were the last match was in sydney again so and when we were trying to chase i think india was batting the fourth innings and he was so moved by australia's bowling he said this is the type of bowling that i need he said we need to be bowling long spells and bowling in a particular i mean line and length so that we can tire out the batsmen and for that and for to do that we need amazing level of fitness so that actually he he brought a fast bowling culture now and then to actually succeed he brought an amazing level of fitness culture in the indian team this is i think the fittest indian team we have ever seen and uh, uh, so that this is the fitness fast bowling culture and uh, are the two best things which kohli has brought into the system and if you will talk about and there is then there is a, uh, in the other dimension so there is one thing what we can talk about is the strategical decisions which a captain can take and then there is very important part is his team selection i can say has been rubbish so he has taken some really i mean strange decisions regarding team selection over last one year and th- those team selections have actually costed us in matches which neil also pointed out that puzara was dropped and rahul was played in uh, number 3 in the first match against england which uh, which might have costed us the match so and uh, similarly i mean uh, yeah i'll just just stop you here and uh, i'll w- want to uh, bring neel in this one so yeah. don't you guys think that uh, where india is uh, uh, suffering now is having a proper position of a coach yeah ravi shastri we don't know, i don't know what he is i mean he is a <laughs> cricketing manager or cricketing director or just a drunkard hello to rinjita to be honest i've never been a fan of ravi shastri as a director or coach or whatever yeah you are right that uh, there has to be a proper coach as a designation for me it doesn't matter but even but i think whatever ravi shastri is not working out for it for the decisions kohli made for the team selection i think it's partly shastri to be blamed as well because i'm sure he's 
also one of the person who decides to uh, who decides the team now for as far as virat kohli's captaincy is concerned i think we all know what happened with the kumle saga and shastri getting in uh, even after yeah. getting rejected initially so there is a lot of doubt i still have what does this lad wa- wants I and mean, he's a great player probably num- obviously is number 1 right now in the batting and i still have doubts in the captaincy because i, I don't know what's going on uh, in his head i mean he he's, is he getting super lucky because everyone is performing team is winning he's getting runs so there is no one to question but i think the real tough time uh, re- the real time when he will be tested is when uh, india is probably losing the matches or uh, not getting the combination right uh, what satya brought up and also in my opinion the, yeah getting aggressive is good but sometimes it's really unnecessary to nitpick every small thing and walking up to the umpire probably because some media is everywhere these days you only focus on that and the stump mics but it doesn't really look great for me there have been aggressive captain in the past as well even i'm not a really big fan of dhoni as a captain in general but he he was strategically located in the wicket keeper position and mm. i really appreciate how he keeps calm he has won matches without really shouting all the mcs and bcs on the stump <laughs> <laughs> okay one important yeah, thing that you you just mentioned was stump mics so uh, i have this feeling that stump mics have taken a bit too much of the spotlight from the actual performance in this uh, series far too much uh, column space and air waves have been devoted to what is happening behind stump mics what is rishabh pant saying what is tim pain saying what is and all that stuff i feel that it has a uh, good thing that it has not been on an abusive or uh, acrimonious kind of sledging but still i feel far too much importance has been given to this much and uh, what do you guys think about it i mean i do i think it's okay but it should be on a sideline it should not be the headline like it has really become this series <laughs> uh yeah see i mean the way i see about this is uh i mean see you need something to make test matches interesting right so as long as as you pointed out that it is uh, uh, i mean it is there for the fun element of it so then it is fine we should all welcome it because everyone says test matches uh, is dying just don't get attracted to it at least some sort of uh, i mean healthy Uh, banter so it is fine i mean it is good for viewer view, i mean viewership so uh, uh, viewers enjoy i mean we uh, i mean and of course uh, there would be spotlight if things get more abusive like it got abusive with jadeja and uh, ishan uh, so uh, uh, <laughs> uh, funny, right? they went to australia <laughs> and biggest amount of acrimonious sledging was between indians <laughs> yes so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean but but if you see from a viewer point of view i wouldn't complain because at least uh, it i mean it makes a viewing interesting i mean for time being i think uh, it it is fine yeah yeah that's probably the goal of the producer who is actually probably instructing the crew that hey more of a stump mic more <laughs> volume to it and that is okay what 
the problem i have is with any other media outside of the tv coverage and if you go to a social media they will uh, do some headlines which is uh, exactly really yeah thing. yeah uh risha pant hits back i mean hey yeah. what is the score <laughs> what is the scorecard <laughs> so that is something everybody is trying to cash in i guess because this is the age of clickbait articles and yeah. once can be sure. everywhere there are too many too many publication house that uh, the world needs i guess yeah uh, true okay uh, before i uh, bring this uh, series to uh, discussion to an end uh, a quick comment from both of you on what do you see happening tomorrow very quickly uh, i think uh, india will go past 450 and uh, bumrah and kuldeep will be key factors what do, what score do you see for australia by the end of day tomorrow uh by end of day tomorrow yeah. i think 150 for 5 150 for 5 oh my god neil yeah i, I think uh, i cannot really trust indian tail it will be below 400 <laughs> for sure because uh, i mean some magic can be done by pujara but i, I don't see him playing 200 mark is either uh, so probably within 400 and australia i agree with satya because i again don't do not trust the top order hanscom is back and uh that doesn't really make any changes to the existing batting lineup and i think uh, you're right and we are in a verge of winning the series probably 3-1 good both of you very optimistic for tomorrow okay uh <laughs> now uh, just a very quick uh, word about pakistan touring south africa pakistan in first innings they have been out on 177 and as of now south africa is 54 for uh, 54 for no loss okay i think pakistan played well to score 177 <laughs> so yeah even i feel so yeah so because they were 19 for 3 and yeah. uh, uh, so for as ahmed i mean he played 56 and Uh, just in the last match, I was seeing some comments in the Twitter that uh, I mean, someone would give some trophy if he scores five. <laughs> so he has scored fifty-six, uh, and uh, Mohammad Amir has scored twenty-two. So yeah, I mean, one seventy-seven. That is quite. I mean, at the beginning of the day, if someone says that Pakistan would score one seventy-seven, someone would believe, I guess. <laughs> so and uh, uh, Makram, he is one of my favorite players. He is and looks like in he has scored thirty-five in forty deliveries. Yeah. So it has been quite positive. So I think South Africa will definitely. I mean, they, they are definitely in the driver's seat, and so it would be. It would really uh, take something special from Pakistan to win this Test match or turn around. Otherwise, South Africa uh, is going to win this match as well. And this is exactly how you play last ten overs of the day, <laughs> because <laughs> Pakistan would be. This is a blessing in disguise that Pakistan. Got all out and they gave ten overs to South Africa. That's any opposition would want to put you to bat. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm really happy with this series, Dale for Dale Stain especially. I mean, yeah, but, I'm very happy. Seriously, yeah. yeah, right. I don't see bowlers threatening the uh, batsmen anymore after this IPL and everything. Yeah, uh, Dale Stain is the one who the whole batsmen community used to fear, and last few years nobody used to care about it, but. I'm really good. He's doing well. He took three wickets actually, and yes, yeah. he uh, he is now the most successful bowler for South Africa beyond Sean Pollock and yes. Alan Donalds, uh, those who we who we used to 
treat as the best bowler in the world arena right yeah white lightning yes. i'm very glad that steen got three wickets in this match because the previous match uh, he was taken to ropes by babar azam exactly and, yeah uh, that was very hard breaking for me because babar <laughs> azam is not out good but i love steen yeah yeah no true but this new guy duen oliver he has also been really bowling well right in the last match yeah, yeah, yeah. bunch of wickets actually yeah he is uh, uh, last match he had taken uh, 11 wickets yeah see 5 and 4 previous match uh, seven again so yeah he has been a good one for uh, south africa right okay, okay uh, last uh, one i want to talk about this new zealand sri lanka and jimmy nisham taking 34 in one over <laughs> it was against two <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good one it was against the favorite punching bag of the world right now and i believe you guys have heard that uh, sri lanka and bangladesh they have they are no longer uh, in the top 12 teams and in the oh, world yeah. t20 and they will have to play uh, through the qualifiers wow, wow. and Afga- afghanistan is in the top 12 which is the most heartening thing yeah seriously yes yeah it's about time sri lanka needs to wake up and yeah. really do something about their lineup or whatever selection it is and i'm not surprised about bangladesh but uh, each others they if they play each other i, I cannot really tell who is going to win <laughs> true <laughs> yeah um, by the way who is captaining bangladesh because uh, their uh, captain just became a mp yeah i think what is still the captain uh, he is okay. in the dual role so yes i think what is still the captain in okay. one day at least i'm not sure who is the captain in test matches and it's okay if in india you can be a owner of cement company it's okay to yeah okay guys so i guess uh, this is the end for our pilot episode uh, hope you guys enjoyed talking as much as i enjoyed asking you these questions and yeah. uh, let's assemble tomorrow for the next episode great yeah. we'll probably okay. bye then guys bye guys bye